Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. Well, today we're going to be talking about the seven key considerations every one of us should look at when preparing for retirement. And whether you're listening in today and you're already in retirement, cruising right along, or perhaps you're in the planning phases, maybe you're just a few years out or uh, you've got a lot of time on your hands, any way that you look at it, these seven considerations today that we're going to be talking about are critical. But before we dive into those, I just want to give us a biblical principle to hang our hat on uh, about money. And of course, the book of Proverbs is one of the best places to go in the Word of God to get advice about money. And one of my favorite verses, one of the principles we've tried to teach our kids and live by, is found in Proverbs 22, verse 1. Here it is. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. That's a tremendous principle, isn't it? It basically tells us that integrity and the pleasure of God overrules money. Now, we know money is important. Money helps us accomplish the things that are important in life, whether it's just taking care of our family's needs or even going above and beyond and giving or just enjoying the luxuries of life that God allows us to enjoy. But before we ever accumulate money or even think about money, let's put some boundaries on that. We'll call it integrity and the favor of God because that's worth a lot more than great riches. As a matter of fact, integrity and God's favor will make sure you always have what you need to accomplish what God wants you to accomplish. So with that principle in mind, let's jump into our top seven retirement considerations today. And the first one is really for that crowd that isn't retired yet, but also it really applies if you've already been retired or you're on the very cusp of it. Get an early start. Get an early start. You see what I mean by it applying to both groups? Because obviously, if you're younger, if you're still in your working years and you're trying to prepare for retirement, getting an early start is critical. And by that, I don't simply mean making sure that you're putting money into savings. That is important. Don't get me wrong. The miracle of compounding, as we learn from Einstein, is the eighth wonder of the world. (laughs) So getting an early start. I got started right out of college, uh, putting money away and preparing for the future, both for our retirement as well as for my children's education. 
But what we're talking about today, principle number one here, is to get an early start on planning. You see, they say that if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time, right? Or here's another one. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So beginning early to develop a financial plan is so important. And a lot of times folks think, well, I haven't accumulated huge amounts of money. Maybe you're in in your 30s, 40s, or early 50s, and you just feel like when I'm on the cusp of retirement, that's when I'll build my plan. And meanwhile, you may be making critical financial decisions that can have an impact on your life for years to come that you might have done differently had you been working off of a plan. So getting an early start is so important, not only to get, yes, the miracle of compounding and time on your side with your investments, not only to be able to take advantage of markets when you're younger and you have more time to deal with the risk of the market in exchange for the growth opportunity, but also to put a plan in place so that you make fewer mistakes along the way. You know, a financial plan can help you avoid overpaying for college education. It can help you avoid excess taxes, both now and in the future. Think of it this way. We've all been told to invest in an IRA or a 401k. You got to do that, right? Because it helps you get ahead and prepare for retirement. But did you know that by choosing to invest in IRAs and 401ks, you might have put a little ring around your neck that you're going to have to wear until you can divest yourself of the built-up taxes in those vehicles later on in life. And that's a lot more painful. What is it they say? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you can get an early start, you can start investing in tax-free vehicles as opposed to taking the benefit now and paying the price later Didn't we all learn from our parents growing up, it's better to have your dessert last? Yeah, take the hit now and have your dessert later. You say, yeah, but won't I accumulate more if I accumulate it tax deferred in my IRA and 401k? Well, that'll be true, but then you're going to come right around and the taxable value of that's going to be greatly reduced by the time you pay the taxes when you withdraw the money. So get an early start, number one. Number two, we need to get a written income plan down. So if we're getting early start on our planning, whether you're uh, able to do that or whether you're now scrambling because retirement is upon you or you even have already retired, we still need to make sure we're not just playing this by ear. My wife is a talented musician. I've got a family full of musicians. And, uh, you know, that's quite a talent to be able to play a piece of music by ear But you know, there's only so far you can go on improvisation. You want to play the masters. If you're a violinist, you're going to have to learn the techniques, right? To be able to play the great classical masters on violin or whatever it is that is your thing. But playing by ear is really an analogy for winging it. Well, it feels like we'll make it just fine. Well, one of the best ways you can know if you're doing just fine is to sit down and create a written income plan and then test that plan for its likelihood of success. What goes into that plan when we test it? Well, you need to know what your income is, of course, both before and after retirement. Oh, wait, you know, Social Security, there's a question mark there, right? When should you take it? Should you take a spousal benefit? Should you and your spouse take it at the same time if you're married? Should you just wait until 70? How will my pension or my para affect that? So many questions. There's over 500 different ways to claim. 
so many rules, so many regulations, and it makes a difference, we found, of sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime that you might have gotten or did get, depending on when you file and whether you did it on the basis of a plan. And I'll just give you a, a, a quick one here on Social Security. No rules of thumb. No rules of thumb. It is a math problem, pure and simple, and that can't be calculated on a spreadsheet properly. If you if you want to calculate it on a spreadsheet, you're going to leave dollars on the floor. It's got to be done as part of a tested, scientifically developed, written income plan. And then, of course, you got to develop a budget that will allow you to last throughout retirement. As part of our process of testing your income plan, we'll know whether or not you're going to run out of money before you run out of life. Of course, we all know we're supposed to spend less than we earn, but how does that work in retirement, right? Now we're not getting a regular paycheck. How do we duplicate that feeling in retirement that, hey, my, my money comes in every single month, it's steady, it's reliable, it's predictable, and I don't have to worry. And by the way, don't make the mistake one of my engineer clients made a few years ago, brought in a beautiful spreadsheet. My engineers always love to start off by showing me their spreadsheets, and I, I ooh and I ah over the spreadsheet. Ooh, look at all those rows and columns and formulas. And he had it all mapped out. He said, I'm good. I, th- I think I'm good. I'm just here to get a second opinion. And I glanced at it. I said, well, did you remember inflation? Oh, I forgot. I'm probably going to be paying a lot more for milk or gas or other basic necessities of life 20 years into my retirement than I am today. And then here's another pro tip. As you develop this written income plan, plan on a long life. You say, yeah, but my mom passed away early or my father passed away early or I've got such and such a condition. You know what? We just live in a world where the risk financially is not dying young, right? It's living a long time. So number two today, create a written income plan. If you're just jumping on, you're listening to The Lord and Richards Show. I'm Colin Richards, Denver's biblically-based investment advisor. We base our advice on time-tested principles from the Word of God. And today we're basing some of our advice on Proverbs 22.1. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. While we're doing all this planning, let's not forget that our relationship with God and our relationship and testimony with others is more important than money. But if you'd like to talk about retirement and your goals and your values in the light of money, well, sure, money's a tool. That's a valid discussion. I'd be happy to help you. My team would be happy to help you. I lead a great team of advisors who spend time every single day with folks just like you. We can help you take control of your financial future. Just pick up the phone. Here's the number, 720-372-0400. Here it is again, 720-372-0400. And let's chat. And by the way, if you like to look around on our website, it's Lord and Richards. Well, we've been through two of the top seven retirement considerations, at least from my perspective. Get an early start, and if it's too late for that, then hurry up and get a plan in place, all right? The second um, one was create a written income plan. Create a written income plan. Now, number three, create a written risk management plan. You say, oh, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with risk. I know that in order to make money, I've got to take risk. Well, that's true to a degree. But risk and growth are not the only two factors. There is the question of do you have the patience and the maturity 
to follow the pattern that's already been set for us by institutional investors like hospitals and colleges and foundations and so on. Do you think those types of organizations, if they've got donors, can afford to watch their uh, endowments cut in half? You know, the same endowments they're using for maybe research on children's health or uh, research and grants for higher education. Do you think they want to see that cut in half? Absolutely not. So institutions, endowments, and foundations have had to learn how to be a little bit more patient and mature using investments with longer-term gestation periods. That means they might not be as liquid along the way, but we got to position money that is designed for the future in those types of investments. And when you do that, when you add maturity to it, when you add an institutional outlook to it, when you begin to use the tools and the techniques that some of the largest wealth pools in the world, owned by institutions like Harvard and so on, when you're using their techniques, you're going to discover, hey, I can actually have growth and safety, protection and opportunity on the same dollar at the same time. Ah, you know, most of us in our 401ks never got that chance, right? We, we had stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Well, there was risk and growth, risk and growth, risk and growth. If you want to be less risky, you're not going to get much growth. But did you know that you can emphasize both growth and safety if you have a more mature, well-developed, long-term time horizon? So how do we build a, risk, uh, a written risk management plan? We investigate the tools, and we find out how you feel about risk, your emotion. You say, oh, I'm not supposed to invest with emotion. Well, we're human beings, right? So we want to know how you feel. And then we'll do the math to figure out not just your risk tolerance, the emotion of it, but your risk capacity, the math and science of it. How much risk can you take and have a higher likelihood of success? And we'll actually test your likelihood of success in retirement for you. That's number three, a written risk management plan. Here's consideration number four if you want to retire create a written tax plan. Yeah, you know, any of you think that taxes are going to go down from here? Not likely, right? We've just uh, lived through a period of time when some of the most generous tax cuts in recent history were passed by Congress. In 2017, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was passed, often known as the Trump tax law, drastically reducing tax rates on almost every bracket in the tax system, whether you are at the high end or the low, and greatly increasing the deductions for the average person, whether the standard deduction or other areas. Well, what is the likelihood that we can continue to sustain the amount of spending that our government's been doing and still keep cutting the income sources? It just doesn't work that way, right? And we know that we now have a party in power across both um, parties in Congress, as well as the executive branch, that is inclined to target those with money, a.k.a. the rich, which is you, if you've saved anything, to target those with money with higher taxes and less generous deductions. So how are we going to deal with that? Because if taxes are going up in the future, then how do we make sure that we get in now while the tax rates are good? Well, there's a lot of things you can be doing. As part of a written tax plan, you may want to sit down and develop a strategy to gradually convert your tax-deferred assets like your IRAs and your 401ks and 403bs and 457s and so on, gradually moving those into 
tax-free tools like Roth IRAs and tax-free municipal bonds and other types of places where you can get the benefit of growth without ever being taxed again. We call it moving your money from forever taxed to never again taxed, taking it from your taxable right pocket and moving it to your tax-free left pocket. You say, how do I do that? Well, there's a lot of things to consider. The most important thing, I think, is to make sure you don't, in the process, end up paying too much taxes during the conversion, right? We don't want to overpay now to save later. We want to get a deal now. Taxes are on sale, right? So with careful, careful management and the right kind of software, you can do it right. By the way, danger, danger, you do a conversion from a taxable to a tax-free Don't forget, those taxes may impact your Medicare premiums if you're 65 and up. So that needs to be a part of the software that you use. So a written tax plan, both for now and for later on when you pass on and leave those assets. If you're just jumping in, this is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's biblically-based investment advisor, founder and president of Lord & Richards, and leader of a team of amazing investment advisors who are working with folks just like you every single day to help you plan and prepare for a prosperous retirement. We call it financial independence. Being financially free to do the things that you love with the people that you love for all the right reasons. And of course, our advice is based on the time-tested principles from the Word of God. You can check us out on lordandrichards.com, or we'd love to just chat with you. Give us a call at 720-372-0400. In case you had to scramble for that pen, here it is one more time, 720-372-0400. And let's chat. Well, let's move quickly through our last three. These are certainly big topics, and they each demand probably separate consideration in a show. But I'd like to move on to number five of our top seven retirement considerations. We've looked at number one, getting an early start. Number two, creating a written income plan. Number three, creating a written risk management plan. Number four, a written tax plan. Now number five, you guessed it, a written health care plan. Did you know that chronic illness which extends beyond 30, 60, 90 days, the kinds of things that can put us in nursing homes or require us to have care in our home, that that is likely to impact 70% of the households who are listening to me right now. So as you listen in today, you have a 70% likelihood of that impacting your your home. And it's a terrible thing. It's so expensive, isn't it? If you were in a skilled nursing facility here in Colorado today, it would cost you about $9,400, $9,500 a month. And the cost is going up twice the rate of inflation, 4.35% every year. That means if you are in your 60s today and you were unfortunately going to need chronic illness, and that's 70% of you, chronic illness care, then a typical four-year stay would cost about a million dollars if you needed that in your 80s and you're in your 60s today. A million dollars. How many of us have set aside a million dollars just for care? And that, by the way, is just for one person. You say, well, that seems insurmountable. Well, the, the short answer is, although it seems insurmountable, what we have to do is find good ways to get leverage to, to take dollars and use them towards care in the future. Okay? So we got to leverage dollars today that can be used for more dollars in the future. And ideally, we want that to be tax-free. There are wonderful tools available today, not just traditional long-term care insurance, but all kinds of tools available for those who are concerned 
about bankrupting themselves with chronic illness care. Did you know that this is the number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement? Oh boy, we want to get ahead of that. So that's why I say folks who are are thinking they can't get an early start, well, if you're in your 60s, you can get a head start on planning for something that might happen to you later in life. Number six, create a written estate plan. A written estate plan. A written estate plan, first of all, just makes life so much easier for those family members that you leave behind. You know, if it's one of your children that's your executor, how nice if a well-done will is in place and a trust to simplify their job. And instead of having to focus on going through mounds of paperwork, contacting all kinds of companies, you get all your accounts set up so they transfer on death. You get get everything in place so that you avoid the excruciating costs of probate, the process of distributing assets if you only have a will. So learning how to go around probate, learning how to get the right documents in place, durable health care power of attorney, other types of documents, um, health care, advanced health care directives, and so on. All this needs to be in place, financial powers of attorney. And that's going to save your loved one so much grief. An estate plan is a plan of love towards those that you care most about and that you will leave behind. That's all it is. But it's also potentially a tax plan for the next generation because as you leave assets behind, think of this. If you've accumulated your wealth in an IRA and you don't spend it all in your lifetime, do you know that your heir who receives that IRA is going to have to get rid of that money pretty quickly? I don't mean spend it, but they're going to have to get it out of that IRA. used to be they had a lifetime to do it. And they could spread out the taxes and stay in lower brackets. But with recent tax law changes, including the SECURE Act, now your beneficiaries need to get that money out of there over a minimum of 10 years, okay? Or a maximum of 10 years, pardon me. So a written estate plan is also planning ahead in the future as to how you're going to deal with taxes both now in life as well as after death. It's also a great way to make sure that you don't leave all of your money to nursing homes and to the government, right? So that's a written estate plan, number six. And then number seven, you might want to consider talking to someone who's an expert in this area. Boy, think about it. How many chances have you had at preparing for retirement? Well, for most folks, it's just going to be one, you know, unless you helped out a parent or something. As opposed to a, a competent, expert, compassionate, biblically-based firm that does this every single day and has done it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times for people just like you. You know, a lot of folks will come in and say, we're different because of X. We're different because of Y. And it's true. We're all unique, and we have special, unique challenges in retirement. But most folks aren't as different as they might think. Okay, if you've saved a nest egg for retirement, if you're wanting to live off of that nest egg, if you are planning on potentially having another source of income such as Social Security, then you're pretty normal. That makes you pretty normal. No matter what you're currently invested in, people feel like, well, because I've got this fancy thing or that fancy thing, you know, I'm exempted from planning because that this tool, this product uh, is going to save my bacon for retirement. There is no product that is a substitute for a plan. Let me say that one more time. There is no product that is a substitute for a plan. Now, can products be a part of a comprehensive plan? Absolutely. You know, if you're doing a written income plan, how wonderful to invest in tools that will give you income. 
Or if you're doing a written risk management plan, how wonderful to use hedging and buffering and other sophisticated techniques used by institutions and endowments to make sure that you don't get whacked the next time the market takes the plunge. Or if you're doing a tax plan, how wonderful to use investment tools that are tax-free. Or a healthcare plan, how wonderful to use tools that have the ability to take a dollar and make it to do the work of three or four or five dollars if you get incapacitated or need chronic illness uh, care. And then, of course, for an estate plan, you're going to need the right financial tools to make sure you pass on money efficiently and don't leave it all in the hands of the government, hospitals, and nursing homes. Well, products are great, but a product does not replace a plan. A plan is developed with competent, professional, compassionate, biblically-based advice, if you're a Christian, to make sure that your values and your goals and your unique perspective on the world are reflected in your financial plan. That can't be done by somebody who does not understand where you're coming from spiritually. But at Lord & Richards, I have the privilege of leading a team of these amazing investment advisors that are meeting with folks just like you every single day. And it would be my privilege to sit down with you and to visit with you. It all starts with a simple phone call. Just pick up the phone and give me a call. This is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord & Richards, and I'd love to chat with you. 720-372-0400. Again, it's 720-372-0400. Or, of course, let your fingers do the walking online and check us out at lordandrichards.com. There you can get to know our team, our values, watch videos about us, and our strategies. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Lord and Richard show today and learning the top seven key retirement considerations. Thank you so much for joining us today. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.